you're you're definitely nuts with your robe and like <laughs> your gigantic microphone, which I love. But like, not everybody embraces their crazy, you know. You were not made to live a life that's average. That wasn't meant for you. You're way smarter than that. Imagine living a life of your dreams and achieving everything you wanted: optimal health, financial success, and true happiness. Our guests will show you how. From millionaire entrepreneurs to best-selling authors, leaders, and game changers, this is total greatness. And here's your coach, Sam Barry. It's six a.m. right in here in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm pumped to have Preston Smiles with me all the way from LA. What's up, my brother? Oh, oh! What's up, dude? Shikabawa. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's cool having you here, bro. Um, Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Man, look, a lot of people are talking about, you know, on YouTube right now, like about things like love, money, power, manifestation, belief creation freedom but no one quite does it like you preston (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i'm that's because i'm crazy you know and and i embrace it everybody's nuts like everybody's nuts you're you're definitely nuts with your robe and like (laughs) gigantic microphone which i love but like not everybody embraces their crazy you know and like i think and this has been an amazing through line um for us because we just released um online training program called the bridge method and it did so good i mean in three days i i don't like to speak about numbers too much but like we did really good in three days and one of the main components of that that i'm finding with the people i'm coaching and and all of the above the people that come to me asking like how to build you know social media platforms and all that i always come bring comes bring it back to authenticity just about like being you and like the most craziest jacked up stuff that you've been through is the exact thing that will attract so many people to you and the thing is for 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 people out there and i really want to stress this i don't try to get millions of people i just try to get my people to, to to find me and and that's huge Everybody, a lot of people are trying to get, you know, how can I get 4 million followers? Like, dude, you don't need 4 million. You need 1,000 really, really committed people who get you and get it, get what you're up to, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like what Kevin Kelly says, you know, 1,000 true followers. So when you have your, yeah. tr- when you have your true fans, um, they come to you and they love everything that you put out and they appreciate all your work, right? Absolutely. Man, I want to get into like why you started sharing your thoughts and ideas with people using this platform. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many, so many levels to this story and so many layers. Um, I'll start as soon as I can within the process in the, uh, in the context of you understanding why I do what I do. So, um, you know that like stereotype about Americans um, of like 
how some of us are, you know, a little brainwashed and like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. So I would say if that were true, I was one of them for a long time. And, you know, um, I'll skip past like my childhood and all that stuff where I grew up in a pretty much upper middle class neighborhood with money. My dad had five BMWs. We had houses everywhere. It was like, it wasn't like I was poor. Um, but I turned with my friends, I turned that neighborhood into a war zone. I turned it into a gang neighborhood because of all the stuff that I saw on TV and all the stuff on radio. And I was very brainwashed as a child. So I'll fast forward to college. I'm in college. I went to college, first of all. Not, I didn't even want to go to college. <laughs> I just went because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you, so, ha you have to, right? Everyone's expecting it, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if anybody out there is on the fence about whether you should go to college or not, my answer would be no until you are absolutely crystal clear that that's exactly what you want in your life. Um, um, so... Mm. Yeah. Let me do this because I'm sure some people out there who are listening right now who don't know me are asking like, who the hell is this guy and why should I care? So for those of you guys who don't know who I am, my name is Preston Smiles, like you said, and, and I'm a messenger of love. And my entire, my entire platform, everything I do be seen have, everything about me is, is steeped in that thing. And a lot of the times I hashtag, I am, we are, and then love's voice, right? Which is across my chest right now. Because I believe that it's time for us, and I say this all the time, I'm a regular dude. I'm a regular dude who's choosing to be and do extraordinary things in the name of love. And that shows up, like today I was on a, on a call with my, my um, publisher, Simon Schuster, I'm writing a book called Love Louder. That shows up through writing, that shows up through YouTube videos, which, you know, people tend to like and are getting a lot of traction. Uh, I also put them on Facebook. That shows up through my 15-second videos that I put on Instagram every day, you know, little nuggets of wisdom. That shows up through me writing through the, for the Huffington Post. That shows up with me speaking all over the world, including Australia, which I love. Well, I, you, you're, just, no, you're just here, weren't you? Yeah, I was there uh, about three weeks ago. Yeah, how did you like it? I'm going to move to Australia. <laughs> yeah, really? Seriously. Really? Seriously? I, yeah. I loved it. And I'm actually dead ass serious. I'm going to move to Australia. Um, we were talking about it. You know, in the next year and a half, maybe we'll get a spot in Byron probably. And oh, Byron's beautiful. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was there a couple of years back for New Year's. It was Man, it was an amazing experience, dude. Australia. I, I traveled all, almost. I traveled a lot of Australia. I didn't get to go to Melbourne, and I didn't go to get to go to Perth. But I did Brisbane, I did Cairns, I did um, Byron, I did Sydney, um, and I think that's it. But uh, it was really awesome either way. And to, to cap that all up, guys, that's that's why I'm on this. I've created a coaching program with my girlfriend, Alexi Panos, called the Bridge Method, which is a 12-week online training program that is you know, designed to get you from where you are to where you deserve to be. And the whole thing, everything I do is the same thing. It's all about love. It's all an attempt, my attempt, the best attempt I have 
and bringing us back to that space where we stop seeing each other as black and white and Christian and Muslim and like all of the other labels that we put on each other because underneath all of that stuff is our truth. And I've seen it time and time again that like when somebody gets hurt, nobody stops and asks, wait a minute, are you Muslim? Or like, are you Christian? Because if you are, I'm not going to save you. Like we just save each other. Like we just, so everything I do is about that, getting back to that. All right, and we look. We touched up upon this before, but what were you doing before all of this? You know, tell us who was Preston back in the day. If I was in high school with you, oh shit, what type yeah. of person would you be? Like, who were you? Oh, that's a good question. I actually ask my clients that all the time. Um, I, in elementary, junior high school, and high school, this is what I was. I was that dude who would bully the bullies. So. If, if, if the bullies were messing with the nerds, I would mess with the bullies. Um, I was partially trying to gangbang and also playing basketball and sports. I grew up not knowing that I was dyslexic. Like, I knew I was dyslexic, but they didn't have a name for it. They just said that I was special education. So, um, I always had this soft heart for, for people who who weren't as athletic or didn't have as much money or, you know, all of that stuff. So I've, I've been this type of person. I just use the energy different. I got kicked out of six different high schools. Um, I used to get into fights a lot. I used to just do silly stuff. And um, I channeled the energy in a way in which the best way I knew how at that point, because I was so American and so brainwashed to think that because I was black, I needed to be tough and rough and all of these things. Um, and um, I graduated from, from Louisiana State University from college um, with my master's degree. So I went back and did a whole nother three years. Um, and I had this moment, or not this moment, but I had something come up when I was 24, turning 25, I started feeling these heart palpitations, and I was in LA, and it got to a point where I went to a doctor, and she said, you need to go see a cardiologist right away. I go see the cardiologist, and he runs a bunch of tests, hooks this machine up to me that like monitors my heart, and I carry that around for a couple days. I come back, and he asked me two questions that changed the game forever. The two questions were, and I'm going to ask this to you guys as well out there, is he asked me, what are your stress levels and what are you eating? And my answer to both of those was when I look at it now, I'm like, wow, I was so not in the know. And it's one of the reasons why I do what I do is because I know there's a bunch of people out there still how I was 10 years ago, you know? Um, my answer to one of my stress levels, I said, what's a stress level? I'm a kid. I'm 24. What, I don't even know what you mean. And then he said, what do you eat? And I was like, well, I just eat food. And he was like, okay, explain that. And I was like, oh, I eat McDonald's, Burger King. Um, you know, I drink beer. I do all of these things. And I just named all the stuff that, you know, normal Americans do. I eat hot dogs, drink regular milk, and like all of this stuff that I had no clue was a part of what was killing me. And... You know, as you guys know, the, the one thing you don't mess with is the heart. And you don't mess with your heart. You could break your arm. You could have certain things happen. But, like, if the heart goes out, you're done. So he gave me some medicine. 
Uh, he gave me some pills, and he said, you're supposed to take these for the rest of your life. It'll regulate your heartbeat. Um, I don't really know what else to tell you right now because you're so young. Um, it's not that bad, but it's bad enough to where you could hurt yourself. So take these pills. And he was like, I also would suggest that you look into those two things I asked you. And I went down the rabbit hole, man. I don't know if you've ever been in that position where you're like, wait, if I've been lied to about this, what else have I been lied to about? But that's what I did, and it turned me into this really upset American because I was like, our government's lying to us, and all the governments all over the world are lying to everyone. <laughs> I was a blame machine pointing out everywhere, and I had this realization about two years in where I was like, ah, there's only one. Right? There's only one of us here. And in the consciousness of oneness, I must ask myself, where am I still bombing people in my life? Where am I still, you know, creating, you know, places and, and uh, where people can gossip in my life? So I can't blame McDonald's because I'm, I am McDonald's. I'm a part of that system. So until I stop, you know, doing that type of stuff within my own consciousness, I can't talk about anybody else. So I went on this, like, hunt like the, the hunt of Red October to find all the places within me where I still was playing, you know, I win, you lose. Mm. Or like anything like that. Competition. Oh, you know, Sam, Sam made it, so that means I can't make it. Or Joel has a podcast, so I can't have a podcast. Like that type of conversation, I, I went on a hunt within my own consciousness to clear that stuff out. And I'm always doing it, still in the process. And um, within that, I started becoming very, very um, wise and friends and family and people just kept flocking to me. I had no clue. I was still pursuing an acting career, you know, and all these people kept coming to me and saying like, you know, uh, my husband's cheating on me. What do I do? And like I was counseling people for free. And then one day I had this thought. I said, I should put this on the Internet. And I'm going to call it like questions with Preston or something like that because, you know, people keep asking me questions, you know. So that's what I'll call it. And I'll put it on the internet and I put it on there and immediately I started getting all these crazy responses. People from all over the world like, please keep doing what you're doing. I need it. I need it. It's changing my life. And fast forward to where we are right now with all the stuff I have going on and the beauty and I get to hang out with people like you, Sam. So it's good. Man, it's awesome. It's awesome. I want to like go into the movie The Secret a little bit. Um, you've studied uh, with masters like Michael Beckwith, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. From, from the movie The Secret. Can we go into that a little bit and find out what you learned from Michael? Yeah. I mean, there's so much. Um, first of all, the movie The Secret was awesome, but it was like elementary when you still have a PhD to go, you know? It was the very beginning steps to an understanding of the universal laws that we have governing our world as of right now. So the secret was like an inch, like a, like a little ant on the, on the on a gigantic field, you know? And Michael Beckwith, um, Reverend 
Dr. Michael Beckwith is a friend of mine and a mentor, and I've learned so much from him. Right now, I'm in practitioner training, which is the same thing that he did to get the degree that he has, which is um, a degree within Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. So what Michael talks about a lot comes from the Science of Mind. It comes from Ernest Holmes, and also it's him riffing off and all of his learnings throughout his process. But one of the things I will say that he really helped me with, and he has this quote, um, a bad day for the ego is a great day for the soul. Mm, and I like, love, I love it. Mm. Beautiful, right? And like, that has really supported me throughout my process of just understanding that, yes, my ego, my wounded self may be upset right now, but my soul is rejoicing. My soul is happy and dancing in the streets right now. Because every chance we get to break down that ego mind, we don't want to get rid of it. We just want to, we want to understand it and, and redirect it. And for a lot of people in the world right now, they're operating from their wounded ego mind self, not knowing and identifying themselves as that. And I'll give you an example. There's people who will say, you know what? We're just going to break up because she doesn't get it. This is just the way I am. Like she, she doesn't get that, you know, when I talk this way that, you know, and I'm, and I get really aggressive. That's just who I am. And I would challenge anyone who came to me for advice or coaching. I'd say, no, that's who you've become. And you became that because you're, you're the youngest of five boys. And what happened was, was your brothers used to beat you down and you learned at a very early age that if you needed to get a point across that you bulldozed and bullied people until you got it across. And how you do anything is how you do everything. So now you're with a girl who's very sensitive and loves the crap out of you. But every time you don't feel understood, you go into your old ways of being because you have 20 something years of practicing it. And now you're identifying yourself as that's just the way I am. No, that's just who you become based on circumstances. And if we can catch that, then we can create new circumstances. You see, a lot of people in hindsight go, wow, I did have a beautiful girlfriend. I did have a beautiful boyfriend. I did have that. But I ruined it because I could only see from my very small myopic point of view. And like the idea of the conscious being is to open the viewfinder so you can see that God is all there is, that love is all there is, that peace is all there is. And when you step into that and move into the frequency of that, then you call in abundance, you call in joy, you call in, you know, harmony. And like, you know, this, this, this podcast is about entrepreneurs, right? It's about making money. And like, I must tell you guys that money is just a symbol, right? It's a symbol. And it's a conversation. Money is innocent. But nothing in the world will sustain, A, that, that isn't steeped in love. So yes, you can shoot out the gates and make a bunch of money on people's backs while people are dying, while you're on your boat in San Jose. But that will, you will not have that for long, A. B, even if you do, there'll be an emptiness from the inside. You know, which is why a lot of those guys drink so much and a lot, why a lot of them kill themselves because they get all the toys, they get all the stuff, which is what everybody's going for, 
and they realize that the stuff is empty. It's just like a G.I. Joe. It's just like a Ninja Turtle. You play with it for a little bit, and then what else do you do with a Ferrari? You get rid of it, or you give it to somebody else, or you, you know, I need a new Ferrari. I need a new Ninja Turtle. And you get another one, it's empty, 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 empty. Why? Because you're empty. The idea is to fill yourself up, fill up your own cup, and then give from the overflow. I love it, man. I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to, I, I love it, man. Yeah, totally, totally. Like in the movie The Secret, like you've touched upon this, you know, just by answering that question, but they talk about the law of attraction and attracting yeah. whatever you want, money, love, um, things, anything into your life and, uh, and, and, you know, making that come into your life. People have talked about it, but how does it work? Can you explain the law of attraction? I just explained it, but I'll do it again in a different way. But yeah, yeah, in a different in a different way, maybe in a in a spiritual break it down in a spiritual way. Ah, uh, I mean, I also just did that, but here here I just I just reframe it a little bit. So everything is energy, everything, and this is based on our science. Now, Eastern mystics and people all from the beginning of time have understood this, but our science now backs this up. Everything is vibrating. Right? So if everything is vibrating, when you match the frequency of the thing that you're calling in, you open up a space for it to come. The universe is like Plato. It's just that it's waiting. But the, 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 the issue that most people have is that they have their foot on the gas and the brake at the same time. Because um, from a uh, psychological place, they're saying, I would like, or I want, which is already saying it doesn't exist in you, I want a um, $2 million house, right? Let's just take something quote-unquote big. I want a $2 million house. Well, the moment you do that, you just said to the universe that that, that doesn't exist within you. You've just created it over again. So what I, what I have my clients do is reframe their language. That's why you keep hearing me say calling it in or manifesting because wanting, the act of wanting immediately says it doesn't exist here and everything is vibrating. So everything is a frequency. So things, there's no difference between you know, a gigantic house and, and a flip-flop, for example. Right, the the act of manifestation. We live in a, in a time space continuum where time, you know, it takes time for stuff to happen. Right. So yes, it may take more time for you to manifest a giant house than a flip flop, but it's still the same um, internal workings that need to happen. So the law of attraction says that you know you attract what you are. You attract what you become. And we're all like magnets, and the universe is like Plato. So you get in alignment with. So what does a million dollars feel like? A million dollars feels like a million dollar consciousness. Oh, so I get to feel like a million dollars. What is a million dollars? How do I operate from a million dollars? Oh, I'm kind. I'm lit up. I'm happy. I'm beautiful. I'm, I'm in it. Right? And you start operating like that every day. While still giving your gift away, while staying out of the how. The problem is, is most entrepreneurs, most people, 
want to know how, 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 how am I going to happen? How's it going to happen? How am I going to get this? You stay out of the how. The how is none of your business. Your job, your job is to stay out of the how and, 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 and be in the, in the being part of it. Oh, okay. Who would I be? Who would I need to be in order to manifest A, B, C, and D? You know, my, my, my perfect mate. Oh, I want to call in the one. I want to manifest my one. Okay, so who do you need to be within that? Stay out of the how, because you never know. And I'll give you a scenario, and this has happened so many times. I've seen people go through this. Somebody will say, internally, I'm ready for my one. Right? And then they'll meet someone who, they're, they're like, ah, oh, that's not. Oh, matter of fact, I'll give you a, a, a fact, factual story about me. So, before I met Alexi, who is my one, I knew that I was ready for her. So, I did six months of celibacy. This is law of attraction, guys, this is what we're saying. I did six months of celibacy just to clear my energy space. Just like, mm, let me just see who I am without my penis talking all the time. Right? So, did that, stopped drinking, stopped smoking, like cleared the plate, right? Everything. And then I was like, okay, I'm ready to date again, right? I'm going to stay out of the how. I'm just going to be in the flow. I'm ready to date again. And I met this girl, and I met her online. I had met her before a long time ago, but we reconnected online, and we were supposed to go on a date. And she came to my house, and I immediately knew that she wasn't it. Energetically, I knew she wasn't it. I was like, oh, this is not my one. I'm so clear. I haven't, you know, my, my penis isn't talking right now. So I get it. This isn't my one. So, but intuitively, intuition said, go on the date. Right? So here we go again. Some people are so clear that they want the house or the da-da-da-da-da. And something will come and they're like, well, that's not it. Well, you don't know what this is going to lead you to. You never know. You don't, Sam, you don't even know who I'm going to know in five years. You see what I'm saying? You may talk to me five years from now and be like, Preston, I'm looking to uh, invest in another da-da-da-da-da. And I'll be like, oh, that's funny because my cousin is the da da Or like, this guy I just met yesterday is the top guy in the world in that. But you never know. So, back to the story. I see the girl. I'm like, this, is, this ain't my one, Right? But in, intuition said, go on the date. So I went, okay, seriously? Go on the date? Go on the date. I'm like, all right. I hear you. All right. So I go on the date. We get there. The show is oversold, right? They're like, you guys are late. We, so, we oversold the show by 10 seats. You're going to have to sit on the wall. So I'm like, cool. We'll just stand on the wall, watch the poetry show. So we stand on the wall. The guy actually goes, no, actually, you two, come here. And he grabs my date and I and puts two seats on the front row. So I sit down. My date sits down next to me. I look at the stage. I look at my date. Now, here we go. This is going to blow you away. Fast, I mean, uh, rewind, before I finish this story, rewind to um, two weeks prior to that, I got a message from a friend who said, an old college roommate, who said, hey, man, I'm out here in London, and I met this girl. She's like the male, the female version of you. I'm going to put you guys in a message. You got to connect with her. So I'm like, cool. All right. 
So I see the message and I'm like, hey, Alexi, nice to meet you. I see that, you know, you uh, have a nonprofit in Africa and you're speaking and you're doing all this stuff. Awesome. If you're ever in L.A., hit me up. Right. And I leave it alone. because I'm like, that ain't my one because she lives in London. Right. I don't know the story. All I know is he said they're in London. So I'm like, cool. Leave it alone. A week later, I wake up and I go, I can feel her coming. Right. So. I go on Instagram, I post a picture of two wolves kissing, and I said, I can feel her. You can find this right now. You go to my Instagram right now, you'll find this. I put on Instagram, two wolves kissing, and I said, I can feel her coming, dot, 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 hashtag the queen. So now, back to our story. The date comes over, I don't want to go, intuition says go, we get there, they say we overshowed the show by two seats, he said, actually, you two come here. I sit down, my date sits down, I look at the stage, I look at my date, and next to my date, who do you think's next to my date, Sam? Alexi. Alexi. Alexi is next to my date. And I immediately go, whoa, like I know. You know, in my head, I'm like, yes, this is it. I had no clue that it would happen, you know, like, yeah, so I go, yeah. Alexi? And my date's in the middle going like this, right? And she's like, Preston? And I'm like, Alexi? She's like, so we never met in person, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I thought you lived in London. And she's like, no, I just moved to LA. And I'm like, shut up, right? So we're like talking over my date. Fast forward to, um, and I'll say this now. I'm going to say this now. And this is, this is exclusive for you guys. Listen to me. Listen to me, Sam. Listen. I just got her a ring, and I'm proposing to her next week. Man. So... Yeah, yeah. Man, congratulations, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you just got the exclusive. By the time you air this, you cannot air this until after <laughs> next week. <laughs> By the time you air this, we would have been engaged. So, um, I say all that to say that that is the law of attraction. I knew and called in my one. I had no clue how it would happen, but I stayed in alignment with it. So for these, those of you guys out there who are wanting or, or desiring something, right? Whatever you're desiring, be clear on it, become in alignment with it on the inside. It's one thing to say, I want that. But if you're not being the things that call that, you'll never get it, right? So I stayed in alignment with it. I stayed out of the how. I listened to intuition and it led me to my soon-to-be wife. Like, hear that, guys. That's the law of attraction. I loved it. I, I, I love everything on this episode. Everything is just so... Um, everything is so cutting edge in the law of attraction, in, in making things happen, in manifesting our desires, our wants, whatever we want. Yeah. Um, let's, let's go into the bridge method because it's something that you've just like created... I'm excited for you guys. It's such a great course. I've checked out the page over yeah. at thebridgemethod.org. And yep. let's talk a little bit about it and, you know, and what the aim of the course is and who it's for. Awesome, man. Yeah. The, the Bridge Method is, is um, the most comprehensive, action-packed, like, 12-week online training program I could ever imagine. And it was created by Alexi and myself over the last six months. We've, we've both combined have 20-something years 
of transformational and personal de development work. So we both have been working for the last 10 years. I have been nonstop, like I told you guys. The moment I found out I had been lied to, to right now, I have been working nonstop on becoming the dopest version of me. And also understanding and, and becoming so aware that I can, I can speak to people's listening in a way in which it supports them in getting their lives back, right? Because I did all the wrong stuff. So I know what works and doesn't work because I did it all, right? I've read all the books. I've done all the stuff. Not all, but a lot, like a lot. Next weekend, I go to a $12,000 program. I'm going to go into a leadership program that costs 12 Gs. Like that's how committed I am to this work. Right? And it's, it's nonstop. So what the bridge is, is Alexi and I put both of our, she did, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Landmark. She did the Landmark form, um, the whole thing. I did a, a version of LifeSpring. It's called MITT. I did the whole thing all the way to the PhD program. I was the, the, the torchbearer, which means the biggest leader in every one of them. And like um, all of that, plus all of the different things that I've been through. And my coaching, we put into a six-month, I mean, a, a three-month, 12-week uh, training program where it's insights, it's worksheets, it's videos, exclusive videos. These videos will only be released for people within the Bridge Method. And it's literally, this thing is worth, I say, $1,500 easily, right? And we're selling it for $497, which is basically nothing. When you look at what else is out there, and what's possible from this. Like, we have gotten so much feedback already from people. And I already knew that this would happen because I've been doing the bridge method with my clients over the last six months while we were building it. So it's like, okay, let me try this with my personal clients and see what happens. And all the stuff that really worked, we put in the bridge method. See what I'm saying? So this thing is like, I wouldn't say foolproof, but it's the best thing I could have ever, it's the best work I've ever put out in my entire life. It's amazing. And, you know, it, it goes from the super simple to the very, very complex. Um, and it's all challenges. People get, you know, a video a week, five days of worksheets and challenges and insights and all kinds of stuff to be with. And they do it at their own pace. And that's the awesome part. You can just do it from your house whenever you want. So can we get like a sneak preview of that? Because I've been looking at the modules and you've got like, you know, week one, for example, clarity. You know, how mm -hmm. if someone's clouded and their emotions are all over the place and they're full of fear, how can they cut through that and get, yeah. to, get to clarity, for example? So powerful questions call for powerful answers. And we ask super powerful questions throughout the bridge method. Especially that first week. Because the first week is, you can't, you cannot. It's impossible for me to set my navigation system to New York if I have no clue I'm in LA. You catch that? Mm. I, there's no way I can set, an, I don't even know where I am. So how am I going to get the, the Ferrari or the house or the girlfriend or the anything if I don't know where I am? So the, the, that first week is all about becoming clear. We ask super powerful questions and we challenge people within the questions. So let's say you do a list of things that you just are absolutely bonkers afraid to do. We'll challenge you to do one of those things this week and hold you accountable. And like, that's huge. It's like a workout partner for 12 weeks. Somebody's just saying more, more, 
<laughs> and like and I see like week two like I'm, I've got I've got a list in front of me so I've got like who are you how do you show up sort of thing how do you show up like I mean not to give away the whole course but but still like how how do you get your true self to to show up by becoming aware of what's showing up for you and you do that by asking powerful questions. You do that by asking for feedback from your friends and family. You do that in many ways by identifying the wounded self versus the higher self. Like there's so much to this stuff, man. And like for anybody, and somebody wrote this question on my Facebook the other day. They said, will this help my business? And I said, you answer that for me. Your business, your, you, the key word is your. And you're a you. You're a person. A person and we're in a people business no matter what you're in so the better you are the better your business anytime all day every day mm, mm. this was all about I have the hiccups right now it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> all right, <pa> powerful <laughs> beliefs how do you get them mm. back back to it figuring out what your now beliefs are like if I ask you Matter of fact, you do it. Let's do the bridge on you right now. So, Sam, um, finish this sentence. Religion is to, is to me. Your interpretation of God. Perfect. Um, mo money is to me. A means to not only survive, but to live a good good life and contribute and share mm. got it so if you were looking at that and that's hilarious if i was if i was coaching you i'd say look at the word survive like look look what came through your subconscious mind when you're put on the spot a means to not only survive, not thrive, but survive. That's the word you used. And like, that's nothing against you, but we got to figure out what's subconsciously, like under our, our, our like, you know, pointed mind, what's, what's speaking us. Because when you can figure out your beliefs, then you can shift them. And sometimes you don't know your beliefs until you've put, been put in a position where somebody knows how to identify it. And that's what we are, have set up in some sense. You see what I'm saying? Mm. I do this to myself all day, every, every day. Like, and it doesn't turn off for me. You know, after 10 years of doing something, I, I just keep, I want to float. I want to levit levitate. I want to be the, one of the first people where they're like, yo, that dude flies. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, like, if we sign up to the course, we, we you know, we get that, we get that access. We can, we can question ourselves and go through this process in, in getting down to our subconscious beliefs. Absolutely. <laughs> um, if you guys don't know, and that's also the best part about the bridge is we're so silly. Like the videos and like who we be. Like I don't try to be anything other than me, man. Like I, I am in no way struggling for money or anything like that and i still don't try to pretend like i'm some super business guy and like oh sam well uh last year i made this much and like i don't give up like yeah mm -hmm. love is all there is that's it that's it 
Love is all there is. And like, it's perfect. I am abundant. We were born abundant. Mm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and you know the science of the soul. What what mm-hmm. what's that? What what is that about? The science of the soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, you're trying to get me to answer too much, man. Yeah. Um, giving away too much. Exactly. I'll let I'll let those people who want to dig in. If 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 you feel like you're in a good space, but you know there's great available, the bridge is for you. All right, awesome. If you if you're in a space where where you feel lost and stuck, the bridge is for you. If you're in a space where you um you know, in a in a in a job that you don't like and and you you watch and read all the stuff, but nothing's really happening, you've reached a plateau, the bridge is for you. Period. There's like it's just done. So, that's what I say. Jump in. Get in there with us. Man, it's awesome, man. What are you currently working on? I know you've just released released the bridge method, but are there any other things in the works that are happening right now? Um, yeah, we're we're setting up right now a tour for Australia in the month of January and February. So we're gonna try to come back there uh, to New Zealand and then do all of Australia. Um, awesome. So that's that's in the works, and then my book, writing my book. Yeah. Um... And what do you what message do you wish to share in your up and coming book? It's called Love Louder, so it's it's everything I do and say right now, just trying like put into a book a book form. All right, which books have helped you on your journey? Mm. Conversations with God is one of my favorite books in the world. Um, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success is one of my favorite books. Ask and it is given was the first book that changed everything. For for me. You read that, right? I've read that. I, I actually just finished that yesterday. And, oh. and it's phenomenal. It's just knowing that our beliefs uh, create everything in our lives. And, and yeah. it's knowing that is the beginning of freedom. Absolutely. And like, you know, if, if you're listening right now to this podcast, um, you probably can't see the books that I can see right Um Right beside, uh, right beside Preston's shoulder, there are a lot of books. <laughs> oh man, you don't even know. I have at least four hundred books in this house right now, dude. Like it's crazy. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is some of you, what are some of your success rituals, Preston? Fun. You know, if you're not having fun, it doesn't count because you won't get today back. And the thing that people miss. And they regret is getting to the end of their lifetime and realizing that they were so serious the whole time. They were trying to get this thing and then they got the thing and they're like, oh, all of that doesn't mean anything if I don't have somebody to share it with. doesn't mean anything if, if, if I wasn't laughing. And it's all about the journey, you know? So my, one of my number one success principles is like, have fun. Make, make it fun. I put in a lot of work, dude. I never stop. I don't get off work. One, two, three, four in the morning, I'm still working, right? I don't have a, a nine to five. I just do this. And it's imperative that I have fun while I'm doing it. So if there's anything, do that. And slow down. We're all moving too fast, man. We're all moving way too fast. Take a deep breath. Just be. Just be for a little bit. Get into nature. 
get into nature. These hiccups are the greatest thing on the planet. <laughs> Man, that's how raw this interview is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, how do you overcome obstacles oh man Mm. not hiccups obstacles embrace them you overcome obstacles by embracing them by by knowing that they're a part of the journey it's a part of the dance you know we get so cl- so 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 um, uh, focused on the dance, just being the two step. And when somebody introduces like salsa or like merengue, you're like, wait, 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 wait a minute! I'm used to just the two step, but like that's the dance. It's all of it. It's not half full. It's not half empty. It's the whole the whole thing. The whole thing. The ugly. The 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 arguments. The times when you were down. The times when you're up. The times when when you were up but you didn't feel up. Like, all of it is a part of the dance. And, like, gratitude, which is really what I'm saying here, is becoming grateful for the whole thing. You get over obstacles by going, okay, I created this. Thank you. Preston, you're awesome. Look how powerful you are. You created something that sucks, but you still created it. So now you get to create something else. Cool. What's that going to (laughs) be? How do you get grateful when it's hard to get grateful? Mm. <clears throat> get in your body. You know, a lot, a lot of people get stuck in their minds. So for me, I have certain rituals. I'll dance, I'll go surfing, you know, I'll shake. And I'll get myself meditation. Meditation is huge. If you can just slow down and go into the mind, or not into the mind, but drop into the heart, really, and just keep redirecting the mind. I do this meditation where I say, I deserve, I allow, I receive. I deserve, I allow, I receive. And I feel the feelings of that. And, And, you know, the mind can't do two things at once. It's either... Here, or it's there, or it's here, but it's it's always you know in one place. So if I keep redirecting the mind to deserving, to allowing, receiving, what's not there is all the other stuff. And I keep making that a practice. All the other stuff just sort of fades into the background, and then all of a sudden I still got it. All right, dude, I gotta go. I actually have a client. No worries. Is there anything else you'd like to share before you go? Um, I love you guys. Go to PrestonSmiles.com. Go to everything on my social media. And I'd like to also share that Sam is awesome. Like, you're a really good dude, man. And, like, I wish you nothing but the best, man. Seriously. Thank you, man. Energy doesn't lie. And I say no to a lot of podcasts because, it, it you know, it's, it's a lot of time. But, like, just being with your, even just your profile because, you know, everything speaks. And, like... I get you and I get where you're coming from, man. So thank you. Thank you, Preston. I appreciate it. Yeah, brother. Much yeah. love. Much love, man. For sure. Love you guys. Don't tell Alexi I'm asking her to marry her. <laughs> it's a secret. By the time this launches, uh, it will be out in the open. Exactly. And the sun's out for you. So go out and get into nature. <laughs> All right, brother.
Alright, man. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to Total Greatness. This show wouldn't be what it is without you. To celebrate our launch, Sam will be giving away 10-minute free business and online coaching sessions over Skype. All you have to do is go to TotalGreatness.com and subscribe to our email list. And then head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Once you've done this, email us at coaching at totalgreatness.com to arrange a game-changing coaching session. And remember to live a life of total greatness.